My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news. Um, I did not hear any audio, so um, somebody uh, dropped me a, a line if you can hear me okay, because I'm not 100% sure this morning. Uh, good morning to uh, Bob Stomper. He's going to be uh, going on Symphony of the Seas. Very nice. And uh, Mike's with us. Uh, can you guys hear me okay? There's Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Joanna, loud and clear. Okay. I wasn't sure. I don't know why I couldn't hear uh, my intro. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, back to uh, the business at hand. Welcome to... This is year three, episode six of Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. Of course, I've been doing this a lot longer than three years, but just the podcast is three years old now. Uh, and this is on January 8th, 2024. Cold day here in Virginia. Going to get colder, though, in the next couple nights. But it, the snow missed us. So and we had snow not too far away from us, but we didn't get a bit here. It actually stayed above, it got down to 33 when the weather was going through, so it stayed all rain uh, here. All right, we've got several things to, to uh, talk about this morning, but the headlines today, the lead story today is a Norwegian getaway skipping Bermuda. Also today, Icon of the Sea arrives in Miami on Wednesday. Nassau shatters record. Great stirrup key enhancements. Seaborne adds SpaceX Starlink. NCL Prima snaps some boring lines again. That's the second time. Two more world cruises are underway. And a loaded gun from Port of Palm Beach. And lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Okay, today, folks, is National English Toffee Day. Some of you might say, what's English toffee? Well, that's what English toffee is. I mean, it's a, like a candy... Um, 
sort of peanut brittly, only not as hard. Eh, it's okay. Again, I'm not, that's just not in my wheelhouse is something I eat a lot of. I'm not much on candy of any type. I make up for it on other things, however. All right, uh, the main announcement here this morning, folks. Um, we don't have to do any more uh, countdown clock to 5,000. I had not only hit 5,000 last night, uh, I'm now at 5,008 uh, here as, as of a few minutes ago. So we're onward and upward. I'll catch up with, with Emma and, you know, you know, but it would be nice if we do. Anyway, if you're listening via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, all the big guys, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Podchaser, Pandora, any of them. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat guy. If you are listening via the podcast and want to jump over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description, so you can do just that. Had a pretty good weekend on the uh, cruise with Chile, the February 5th uh, MSC Magnifica. Starts at $259. That includes taxes and port charges. That's for double occupancy, of course. Solo starts at $328, including taxes and port charges. And then, of course, if you want the drinks package or if you just want drinks, uh, you know, that's an add-on. I can do all those things. But we've put together a pretty nice little group now. So uh, we'll have uh, we'll have some fun on the Magnifica. Uh, all of you know I'll be doing the uh, Norwegian Epic, a hosted cruise for Passion for Cruises Solo USA, uh, which sails on the 28th of this month. I uh, get off uh, back in Port Canaveral on the 4th, jump in my car, drive to Miami, and get on the Magnifica on the 5th. So, doing a little uh, back-to-back action, not back-to-back, side-to-side action, I guess you'd call it. Anyway, it's nice to finally get past that, uh, that 5,000 mark. I'm very pleased with that. All right, folks, if you haven't already, smash that thumbs up button. That helps the channel out a lot. If you haven't subscribed, please take this as my invitation to do so. It doesn't cost you anything. Helps the channel out a lot as I continue to grow. And uh, hit the bell notification. You'll know when I go live or when a new video is posted. And I try to post at least one video every day, sometimes uh, more than one. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So you'll be no, you'll be notified when something it goes up. But you know, who knows? I might do something worth watching. You never can tell. All right, the top story this morning, folks, comes from Norwegian. Norwegian getaway. 
will not be visiting Bermuda this week as planned. Severe weather forecasted for the area makes it safer for the ship to remain far south of Bermuda, but an alternative port has been arranged. This also changes the ship's overall route and rearranges days at sea for the remainder of the voyage. Uh, Norwegian Cruise Line's Norwegian Getaway is currently sailing a 10-night round-trip sailing from New York that was to have included Puerto Plata, uh, San Juan, St. Thomas, and an overnight call in Bermuda. The call to Bermuda was to have started at 2 p.m. tomorrow uh, through 4 p.m. on Wednesday. This would allow a day at sea on uh, the 8th as the ship traveled to uh, Bermuda following Sunday's visit to St. Thomas. The weather forecast for Bermuda is fairly mild for tomorrow, but on Wednesday it's supposed to be nasty. Winds are expected to reach uh, 25 to 35 miles an hour with potential for higher gusts. That would make docking at the Royal Naval uh, Dockyard dangerous for the ship and the guests. Uh, With the change uh, to include St. Martin rather than Bermuda, the call to St. Thomas has been extended, uh, was extended slightly for yesterday instead of being in port from 7 a.m. to 3.30 yesterday. uh, The getaway stayed until 6, giving guests a little more time in St. Thomas. And then today, which was originally a day at sea, will now be in St. Martin. So she's in St. Martin right now. She'll be there from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Then the final three days of the cruise will be at sea, before the vessel arrives back in New York on Friday. While Norwegian Cruise Line has arranged St. Martin as an alternative port, the cruise line is also providing onboard credit in acknowledgement of the inconvenience for the change. The non-refundable credit is being listed as $50 for first and second guests in each stateroom, a total of $100 per the stateroom. Now that's, you know, Norwegian didn't have to do that. This clearly wasn't their fault that the weather's going to be bad. So that was a good move by Norwegian. You know, I fuss at Norwegian a lot because at times they seem a little chinchy to me. But uh, that was a good move. All right. I'll be back with a couple more news stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today 
We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, the next story today, Icon of the Seas. That's Royal Caribbean's newest ship. Will arrive in the U.S. for the first time this week. The vessel is the largest cruise ship ever built and is scheduled to arrive in Miami on Wednesday. That's actually a couple weeks ahead of its inaugural cruise. Royal Caribbean will be hosting an icon arrival party at 7 a.m. Wednesday at Port Miami. There will be games, breakfast bites, live music, and giveaways every 15 minutes. The event will take place at the Perez Art Museum of Miami. Icon of the Seas is the largest ship ever built and the first ever to be over 250,000 gross tons. The ship has more than 40 dining and beverage venues, and the cruise line is calling it the ultimate vacation. I'm not standing in line, folks, to jump on Icon of the Seas. Uh, and it's not that I don't want to go on Icon of the Seas. I just don't want to get on that big a ship and the, and the mobs of people that are going to be on it early. I'll sit back and wait a while. So maybe I can catch one that's not quite as full as it's going to be here for the first probably... 30 cruises. Hi, right, the next story today comes from our friends over in Nassau. The numbers are officially in for the port. Nassau has generously surpassed its previous annual passenger record, welcoming more than 4.4 million cruise passengers in 2023. That's a pretty big number, folks. The record-breaking year showcases the phenomenal growth of the port, highlights the upgrades and investments in port infrastructure, and exceeds the ambitious projections for 2023 by thousands of guests. Congratulations to Nassau. You know, I've been I've been weathered out of Nassau twice in a row now. I still have not been back to Nassau, so I can go see all the new land uh, enhancements. Now, I've been there a number of times for the the uh, pier enhancements and, and expansion, but, you know, I haven't been there since the opening of on May, even though I scheduled in there twice. Um, so I'm still looking forward to to going and exploring the, the, the new the new port, actually. It's pretty much like a new port, at least. All right. Norwegian Cruise Line could well be looking to elevate the guest experience at its private island, Great Stirrup Key, in the Bahamas. Recent announcements from MV2A, that's a construction company, that claims to be managing the project, have unveiled ambitious plans for the expansion and enhancement of this destination. The company says the Great Stirrup Key will receive numerous facility 
and entertainment upgrades, including the construction of the long-awaited pier. Norwegian Cruise Line has leased and later owned Great Stirrup Key since the 70s. The last major upgrade took place in 2016. This phase is expected to bring groundbreaking upgrades to the island, such as a new pier capable of accommodating two cruise ships simultaneously. The expansion plans also include the introduction of water attractions such as pools, a lazy river, and new beach areas. Currently, guests can go ziplining on the lighthouse from the lighthouse, take tours to go swimming with pigs or stingrays, or go snorkeling at the underwater sculpture garden. Now, uh, obviously, I think it's wonderful that there's going to be a pier there, so I don't have to deal with the tenders. Tenders are problematic. It depends on the ship, whether I can go or not. I've not been on the new uh, accessible tenders yet. I wanted to do that uh, the last cruise, and I got weathered out of Great Stirrup Key. So I have not been on the new accessible tenders yet. wonder what they're going to do with those when they get the pier. That's an interesting thought. Maybe they'll sell them to somebody else uh, that that needs uh, accessible tenders instead of completely eliminating any handicapped people from using the, the facilities. Anyway, it'd be interesting to see what Norwegian's going to do with those three accessible tender boats now. Now, I'm, so we've got another, what, a, at least a year or maybe two before this is going to be done, probably. So by then, you have a couple years of using the tender, so. All right. It's always good when we talk about a new customer for uh, Starlink. Following the successful integration of advanced technology aboard its expedition ships, the Seaborne Fleet has announced the significant upgrade to the adoption of SpaceX cutting-edge Starlink Internet service across its cruise ships. The move is set to transform the way passengers connect and communicate on ocean voyages. And I tell you what, folks, I've been on a couple ships that have Starlink and following up with ships that don't have Starlink. Oh, my Lord, what a difference. Uh, All cruise ships need to have Starlink. I mean, it is so much better. All right. This one was a little troubling to me. Boy, that's a terrible picture. Yuck. That's the Prima in Galveston. And it's a, a fuzzy picture. While debarking guests in Galveston, this happened actually on Friday, folks. Strong winds called the Prima to break her mooring lines causing a temporary closure of the gangways and delaying ship operations. Fortunately, no injuries were reported, and the ship 
has been able to depart on her next sailing with what appears to be only a slight delay. The incident happened approximately 7 a.m. just as debarkation had begun. Some guests had already left the ship safely, but debarkation was halted immediately to ensure everyone's safety. Because of the strong weather, a debarkation was suspended, a delay that extended approximately two hours. This was due to the breaking of several lines, as well as damage to one of the gangways used for debarkation. What I found troubling on this, folks, this is the second time that's happened to Prima. That happened to Prima, I don't remember where it was, one of the European ports, maybe one of the Greek ports. And it's, uh, I keep the, the memory's failing me. I'm getting old, folks. But the second time the frame has broken mooring lines. I wonder if that's a problem or if it was just unlucky. I And I can't answer that. And finally, this is also a very troubling story. And again, folks, I am in no way uh, making any accusations against cruise lines. Uh, But a shocking incident has raised serious concern about the security protocols at the Port of Palm Beach. After a passenger managed to board a cruise ship with a loaded 9mm gun, The incident occurred last month when a woman, later described as unstable and uncooperative, boarded the Margaritaville at sea with a loaded gun, reports the Palm Beach Post. U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents discovered the firearm during a routine screening after the passengers disembarked the cruise ship and attempting to leave the port. It was later revealed that the woman had the loaded gun in her possession from December 4th to December 7th, spanning the entire duration of two cruises. I don't know about this one, folks. The port has placed its security provider, Wiser Security Uh, services on probation, highlighting the potential catastrophic consequences that could have arisen from the security lapse. The incident has uh, prompted the port's executive director to demand corrective action plan for Weisner Security Service to to prevent future security breaches. I can't imagine how you could get through the, the screening process with a gun. I I can't. I mean, I don't want to carry a gun, but I mean, you know, I've got, you know, metal hips and everything. So I'm used to setting that stuff off. I'm used to having to be in wanted and all that business. Yeah, that's, uh, that one's a bit strange. I find at least folks. All right. I do have one more story this morning, guys. Two more world cruises uh, got underway. Uh, Yesterday, Fred Olson Cruise Lines Borealis 
sailed from Southampton for the company's 2024 world cruise. Cruising round trip from the United Kingdom home port, the 1,320-guest vessel is offering a 101-night itinerary that circumnavigates the glow and visits a total of 37 destinations. The world cruise includes visits to different regions as well, including Australia, Southeast Asia, the Middle East, the Red Sea, and the Mediterranean. Seven Seas Mariners is sailing from Port Canaveral today for Region Seven Seas Navigate the World Cruise. Spanning close to five months and 34,500 nautical miles, the voyage explores Central America, the West Coast, and Hawaii, South Pacific Islands, Australia, New Zealand, Southeast Asia, the Indian subcontinent, the Middle East, the Mediterranean, and Bermuda. Over the next 132 nights, the Seven Seas Mariner is set to visit 66 ports of call across 33 countries and four continents. So, again, folks, I've never taken a world cruise. I would love to. Uh, you know, I'd like to do a long cruise like that and do, do circumnavigate the globe. I would be just totally excited about that. I'd be just as happy if I could circumnavigate South America. That's on the top of my of my bucket list. All right, that ends the uh, news portion of today's show. Let's go see who's fussing at me over in the chat room. Of course, um, while I was trying to find out that my audio was working, I said hello to Bob and Mike and Dennis. And Joanne is with us. Uh, Dennis is all good. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Hi, Steve. Joanne says, we got an inch of snow, then rain, getting tons of rain tomorrow. Yeah, the weather here is not going to be particularly nifty. Uh, Ours is is probably going to be Wednesday rather than tomorrow. Hot Air Tom is with us. I meant to, I was going to do a story this morning since uh, Hot Air Tom's here. You know, they shot off a rocket yesterday. It's, it's going to the moon. So Hot Air Tom immediately got on the phone and called and tried to book passage on the, the first passenger, the inaugural voyage uh, of a ship to the moon. And Cindy said, oh, hell no. That's what Cindy said to Hot Air Tom trying to get on a rocket ship to the moon. Gretchen's with us out in Ohio. Hi, Gretchen. 28 days. Where's Katie? Doesn't she have Icon very soon? Yes, they do. Uh, beautiful sun here. The kids think it's it's spring. Yeah. Well, that's not going to last, I promise you. Hot Air, says, Hot Air says, I think Prima needs some sturdier mooring ropes. Everything with the ship seems to be subpar as far as uh, the sturdiness goes, lots of furniture and uh, equipment broken in the first year in service. 
Joanne says, congratulations. Thank you, Joanne. Woohoo, 5K. Yes, indeed. Now, what's going to be interesting, you know, 5,000 is a nice number for me, you know, because it's taken me how many years to get there. But they say once you hit five, then it's supposed to really just kind of rocket off that, that, that does something to the algorithms or I don't know. I never have understood that. Tennis says it's called Heath Bar across the pond. Yes, it is. Uh, and I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not a candy bar eater. But in a Heath bar would be one that I'd probably might get. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to love Three Musketeers, and now I, my my mouth gets stuck even thinking about eating the Three Musketeers. Heath bars, I kind of like. I like I like English toffee. Gretchen says, we have Heath bars here too, Dennis. Yep. Emily's with us, says, hello, gang. Hershey makes it. And they have very poor reputation in U.S. Cadbury as well. Um, I did a lot of business with Hershey uh, once upon a time. Back in the, let's see, I would have been in the 70s. No, it was after that. Probably in the 80s. I was in the fundraising business. Back in the days when kids could go out and sell crap door to door to make money for whatever they wanted to do in school. PTA sent them out. Yeah, most of the time I had something to do with that. Including when they come to your door selling candy bars. So I did, I handled Hershey's, I handled M&M's, I handled Cadbury. Yeah. Also did cheese and sausage. I had a, a catalog where you could order Christmas stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, that was my business for quite a few years before I came back to Virginia. That was when I lived in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, is it on Monday in Provincetown? No, we're going on Sunday. Yeah, oh, how dare I answer that? It's Sunday. No late afternoon return. Ferry weekend is late. Oh, it's yeah, September. The ch- schedule changes in September when we're going to be there, end of September. Gretchen says 8,000 on Icon. Uh, it's not quite eight, and that's with every birth field. Uh, it's, it's like 5,800 or something at double occupancy. And then if you know, you fill all the births, the you know, the kids' births and all that business, it gets it up to near 8,000. I think it's 78-something. A lot of people. Joanne says, I'm not going on Icon. 
way too many people, over 7,000 passengers. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd be comfortable with that. I'll wait until it gets a little older. And I, you know, I'd love to see the cruise lines go back to building smaller ships. And I know from a financial standpoint, they can't do that. It costs too much to build them now. They got to be able to t- generate enough income. Ah, yeah, yeah. I understand all that. But, you know, I don't mind a smaller ship. Yeah, there's less to do. There's not as many bars. There's not as many restaurants. That doesn't have the bells and whistles. It doesn't have the uh, you know, ice skating rinks and the, you know, uh, okay. I still, I like the size ship that could go to Cuba. You know, that size that can make it into Havana. <clears throat> I always like that size ship. Hot Air says, I can't handle 4,000. Yeah, there's twice that many. Could be twice that many. And all those port fees from NASA go to the foreign entity. Um, I was not aware of that because, uh, you sure about that one, Dennis? I thought they went directly to the Bahamas. Uh, now, I could be wrong on that one. A lot of vloggers that day in Miami, I'm sure there are, not going to be me. Can you imagine the chair hogs on Icon? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I don't like the chair hogs. I don't, I don't go sit in a lounger, so. I don't have to fight with If I want to go sit in the sun, I just roll my chair out there, take my shirt off, and sit back a little bit. You know, I mean, for me to get in a lounger means that I got to get up and get out of the chair. And, you know, they need, they need to have a lift chair for me to do that. Not really, but. Um, then it says, and a reminder that Starlink costs. A dollar per passenger per day on the average size cruise ship. Yeah. Which is why initially they were going to do it for free. Nobody is offering it for free or not many people. Clearly not Norwegian or Royal Caribbean or Carnival, you know, or any of the major cruise lines that, that I deal with. <clears throat> that was the whole thing about Starlink. It was going to be better and it was going to be cheaper. And they're still charging the same thing for the internet service as they always have, which for streaming service for me on an average seven day cruise is a couple hundred bucks. So. And then if you have multiple, you know, multiple uh, devices, it's more. I just, I use one device as far as they know. 
Did Chile mention what day it is? Sorry if I missed it. Did I mention what day it is? Yes, it's uh, it's January the 8th. It's Monday. Hi, Glenda. Good. Um, Emily says, ah, okay. Um, I certainly think I did, at least. I just saw that it was also World Typing Day, according to the Sacramento Printing Press. at the Sacramento History Museum. Um, I've not been to the Sacramento History Museum, and I have no idea about it being World Typing Day. That's not what came up on my schedule for today. I mean, I have several choices, but (laughs) that wasn't one of them. (laughs) Uh, The U.S. gun fetish is awful. It's why we're getting, yeah, that was my first thought, Dennis. I was, that was somebody that's, uh, you know, one of the, the gun-toting crazies that, that think, you know, it's okay for a 10-year-old to buy an Uzi. Uh, and I'm not saying that. I have no problem with people that legally own guns. Uh, but, Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's probably one of the nut jobs that says everything in the world is is wrong but the gun manufacturer. Gretchen says it's scary. Emily, I mentioned Heath Bar as an English toffee. Said it was U.S. made by Hershey. Emily says, way to go, Cindy. Yeah, I'm sure Cindy's probably one of these. Next time I see Cindy, she's probably hit me over the head with a fry pan. (laughs) Hot air time. Actually, Cindy says, the moon? That was way too close. Looking for Mars. Yeah, hey, send Tom to Mars. I can deal with that. Now I understand where Cindy's coming from. Send him, send him on. Let him go. Oh, that's great, Sam. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Hotter says, um, I saw a post yesterday in Facebook. Facebook. The uh, OP says is filing a complaint with the FBI due to NCL canceling uh, Great Stirrup Key and not refunding the port fees. I hope she wasn't so stupid and missed the credit on her statement. One of the problems, Hot Air Tom, is some of the cruise lines don't uh, give you the money back unless you ask for it. On the Joy, you had to, you had to, we had a, a port car kick port call canceled they would not refund it until you went to guest services stood in the long line and said I want a refund for that and then they'd refund it to you Uh, so that doesn't surprise me that somebody has actually taken action upon it 
I'd thought about doing that a couple times myself. The last time it happened to me was on uh, MSC and it was an automatic. I mean, they automatically put, I didn't even, it was on my account before I even uh, thought about it again. So, but Norwegian, that's the way they do it. They make you go ask for it. At least they did. I was in May on Joy. I've not had, I didn't have a, a port canceled on uh, Escape. Or did I? No. No, I didn't have a port canceled on Escape. I had a port canceled on MSC. And that was automatic. Speaking of Pittsburgh, how is Jason? Uh, I had a message from Jason uh, over the weekend. And uh, he, he posted a, a video of, of, about the, uh, the Conquest cruise. And asked me to take a look at it for him. And I did. And I came up with a couple things. Number one. From a video, a videography standpoint, he's better than I am. Uh, what he does with the, the camera, I mean, I realize I'm a, a, I'm not very good. He he does better than I do, and his musical treatment is exceptional. I thought I would like to see him actually uh, use more um, talking. Not scripted talking, natural talking. Like there's one scene in the video where uh, the the part of the clip is a, a shot out from the balcony uh, out at the water, and you hear uh, Jason say to Jen, "Is that a school of dolphins?" And then he hones in on some dolphins playing there, just that little bit of audio so you knew actually what you were seeing uh, made it so much better i think he needs to do more talking as he's filming just so you know where he is it's as opposed to clips put together um so yeah so i gave him you know i, I sent him a a detailed message i haven't heard back from you though i never know how Jason's working. Uh, Cadbury across the pond is much better. The same with U.S. Godiva, which is absolutely rubbish. We say it's Hershey chocolate with gold wrapping. <laughs> Godiva also uh, uses high fructose corn syrup. I checked the Antrap. Amtrak, I went to Google the Amtrak from uh, that leaves from New Haven to go to Boston. Cruise Mapper shows Icon 5610 double 76 max. Yep. Uh, Emily, you can probably save more uh, leaving from New Haven than Stanford. Gretchen says, Tom, that's crazy. <laughs> Google says that it leaves from New Haven. There are two stops. 
I have to see which track. Uh, they'll tell you there, I think. The Nassau Council doesn't operate the port. A foreign entity does. They were the ones that rebuilt it. Oh, that's right. There, That is a port. Yeah, okay. So that money all goes, it goes to the, the port holder, not to the Bahamas itself. I didn't know that. Well, at least they redid the port. I mean, it's, you know, it's considerably nicer than it was. But, yeah, I, I understand it being a foreign entity. Um, the foreign port operator borrowed money to rebuild uh, something that Nassau could have done and hired design consultants themselves and kept the port revenue. Icon of the Seas is checked at, oh, it's checked, it's docked at Coco Key, uh, or Coco Key. Uh, yeah, it, it gets in uh, Wednesday morning, so I got to kill some time. Crew play day. Yeah, all right, that's okay. What crew's, all the crew's not there yet. They're picking up some crew in Miami. But there's part of the crew's on there. Dennis says there's an Amtrak app. Yes, there is, Dennis. I have that on my phone. Emily says the price is not bad. You need to get a litigation attorney to file a class action suit. You just need to get other passengers to sign up. It's free and you will be rewarded by putting it together. This is, is millions. Well, I mean, I would think that that's a good possibility. Um, What they're doing is wrong, and I'd like to see it corrected. Do I want to actually fight the cruise line? Not particularly, because I also have to consider my my situation, my position with all the cruise lines. Not, I mean, not that I kowtow to them, I don't. I'm not sure I want to take them on in something like that. Um, cruise line will have to come clean during discovery about how often they're, they've pulled the scam of not refunding missed port fees. NBA Majesty. Ah, how are you? That's a new one. Glad to uh, welcome you here. Hotter says, Emily, you could take Amtrak to Manhattan and then get a nice Acela to Boston. M says, I have to take Metro North. Um, 
Let's see. I had a great stirrup key credit for not stopping in 2022 and money. Recent folks say they got a $50 credit. So that Facebook lady might just be a loon. Um, well, no, cause I'm, I know several people that never got money on, on the joy that didn't go, didn't want to go stand in line, but yeah, I, maybe they fixed, they've corrected the problem. I don't know because I haven't, you know, I haven't had it happen to me again since May. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. I got a bunch of stuff to do today, by the way, folks. Uh, so I'd just like to thank everybody for being here. And of course, I'll be back same time, same station tomorrow with Tuesday, Travel and Cruise Industry News. And as always, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day, everybody. I'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.